Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hello, peeps, and welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast. You have the special... I just, I almost don't even have the words for it. You're going to be so excited today. You get to meet the extraordinary Mike Wolf. This guy is phenomenal, amazing. Fell in love with him the very first time I saw him, met him, and it just keeps getting better and better. So welcome, Mike Wolf. Wow. Thanks for having me. I hope I can, like, what, what an intro. I don't know if I can live up to that, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> you don't have to live up to that. I'm the only one who has to fall <laughs> in love with you. Nobody That's else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So for those of you who don't know Mike, Mike is a notorious uh, homeless millionaire who usually is living the nomadic life, which we all envy and would love getting all the pictures from Facebook and just following him around vicariously. So how does it feel to be stuck not only in your own country, but in your own city? <laughs> it's not very, even... very weird. And especially like, where's the sun? But um, <laughs> in actuality, you know, there is a silver lining. It's actually been kind of relaxing and uh, I've kind of enjoying the quiet. So not, not that I need another pandemic to happen anytime soon, but I'm making the best of the situation, put it that way. Nice. And I notice you're, uh, you did find some comfortable abode to go and hang out in for a while. So that's nice. Yeah. Well, my, my home is a rental property now, so <laughs> I'm normally traveling. So uh, my brother took pity on me and I'm staying at his place. So it's pretty good. Nice. That's awesome. So give everybody kind of the 5,000 foot view. How do you get to be a, mil- a homeless millionaire and uh, how do they get to be that way? <laughs> well, um, let's see. How long do we have? Um, <laughs> As long as you want, baby. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. Uh, well, one of the things I recommend for everybody is creating passive income. And what passive income is doing something one time and getting paid for it forever for the rest of your life. So uh, the vehicle I choose to use to do that is real estate. And so I own some rental properties and uh, have other people go collect my rent for me. And uh, the money comes in while I'm traveling, sleeping, hanging out with my grandkids, doing volunteer work, whatever I'm doing, the money is still coming in. And even during pandemics, my money is still coming in without me having to trade time for it. And so, uh, so I recommend trying to figure out different, different strategies, like creating an online course, uh, writing a book, although it's very hard to monetize that I've heard. Uh, but basically do things once get paid for it lots. And, uh, that's one of the things that I teach people how to do. So nice. And I can't believe you don't have a string of books yet. I, uh, I have a whole bunch of videos that one day I'm going to get my team to transcribe and turn <laughs> into something uh, that's readable. Uh, but yeah, I, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, but I just can't sit in front of my computer for long, long enough time periods to actually get that done. But oh, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm good at making videos. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's that little, you know, stumbling block. <laughs> exactly. Uh, awesome. So uh, tell us, how'd you get into real estate and what was uh, kind of your driving force there? Well, it was a, a mistake I made a long time ago, and it was a really good mistake. So if we go way back to grade 12, uh, middle of grade 12, I had no idea what I wanted to be when I, when I grew up, if I would ever grow up, which I haven't. And uh, my parents were always talking, you know, Mikey should be a doctor, lawyer, doctor, lawyer. That's all I ever heard. And anybody who knows me knows I'm not going near blood. So doctor was off the table. And so I went to UC, got my, uh, my first degree, and with that came a whole bunch of student loans. 
And to make a long story short, decide before I go back uh, to getting the second degree, I'm going to go and pay these things off. And so I got a job at the phone company because my friend, uh, his mother was a manager there. And while I was there, I, uh, I bought my, uh, my first property to live in. And then my, my uh, mortgage broker calls me up out of the blue one day and says, hey, Mike, if you want, you know, you're, you're making good money. Your credit's good. If you want, I can get you another mortgage if you want to buy a second home. And I go, why, why would I want to buy a second home? And he goes, well, you put a tenant in there. They pay down your mortgage for you. And you know, 25 years down the road, it's paid off and it's all gravy. And I go, okay, that kind of makes sense. So I bought myself my first revenue property. Didn't have a clue what I was doing, but bought myself my first revenue property. And a couple of years later, as luck would have it, the market in Calgary uh, took off. And I remember thinking one day, you know, I made this much in the last years at the phone company and I made this much in real estate. I don't even know what I'm doing in real estate. And I thought if I could do this by mistake, what would happen if I did this on purpose? And so uh, here I am 30 years later, it's been uh, an incredible journey with lots of roller coaster rides, especially in the early days, ups and downs, but uh, it's been, that was probably the best mistake I've ever made in my life. So nice. Well, usually I save this question for later, but I'm going to ask it to you now. Is that the point when you knew that you were that special kind of crazy that you had to be an entrepreneur and you weren't going to be able to work anymore? Well, I never even thought about that before. Like it was never, never even on my radar to do my own thing because, you know, I, w I was always, uh, especially back in those days, I was very, very shy and I didn't really have a lot of confidence. I would have never thought in a million years I could own my own business and like ever. And so, yeah, so I, I would, you know, right now had that mistake not happened, I, I'm sure I'd be a lawyer, probably no offense to any lawyers listening. I'd make a horrible lawyer. I'd, I'd be miserable because I'm like the most non-argumentative person ever. I don't like conflict. I like hanging out with positive people. I can't even imagine what would have happened if I, I think the universe just took pity on me and said, no, you're not going down that path. And, uh, <laughs> I just path. took you by the shoulder and went, no, 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 this is not going exactly. <laughs> But, but luckily, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't want, I want people to think that it was all just like smooth sailing. So I mean, you gotta remember when I, when I did this, uh, it was my mid twenties. And uh, sometimes when you have success by luck, especially early on, uh, that's a double-edged sword. On the one hand, it gave me a little bit of money to play with so I could, you know, uh, pursue that. On the other hand, you know, mid twenties, uh, I thought it was God's gift to real estate. I knew everything there was to know. So I promptly quit my job at the phone company, which don't do that. When you first start real estate, keep your job. Uh, and I also, you know, I couldn't really tell my parents they were right. They were saying, what do you mean you're not going to go back to, to law school? You know, you, you need something to fall back on. And I couldn't tell them they were right. When I, you know, after the first uh, deal, I managed to lose a lot of it on the next deal, but I couldn't go tell them they were right. And that's what really made me persevere and go from being uh, what I call a know-it-all to now being a learn-it-all. And as you know, I'm, I'm always, quite often we see each other at, uh, seminars and some I'm still learning and so uh, so be it be in be a learn it all not a know it all that's that's more of that story that's awesome and I can't believe like did your parents not know you I think you faint at the sight of blood like somebody else's from very far distances away yeah. and you're so not, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not like, gonna those happen. are like the two not gonna happen in this yeah, those are two real well the other thing they really wanted me to do I've, I've always been really good with numbers they want me to be an accountant and it's just like I am not the accounting guy. So, but, but back then, like I said, I mean, nobody would have thought I, I would have done anything entrepreneurial or, or it just wasn't, you know, I, I only had, I had actually a little bit too much confidence after just cause I got that big paycheck. It wasn't, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. It's just my ego said, Oh, well, obviously you're cut out for this. But, but in all honesty, that was the first time in my life where I really knew what I wanted to do. Like before that it was always living my parents' dream for me. It was never my own dream. 
And uh, that was the first time where I just had this epiphany, hey, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so uh, here I am 30 years later still doing it. And I've done a lot of other entrepreneurial ventures that have uh, come my way as a result of, of doing that. And, and uh, it's, been, it's been phenomenal. And, uh, you know, I, I recommend to anybody who's, uh, you know, can, maybe sitting on the fence, if, they, if you've ever thought about being a real estate investor or just an entrepreneur in general and other people tell you you can't do it, if, that, if that's your, your dream, go make it happen for sure. Oh, absolutely. You definitely had a different path than I did. The first time somebody came up to me about um, passive investments was talking about futures and I should have run away. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That would have been good. That's, that's a whole other, that's a whole, we could have a whole episode on that. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's not good. So, uh, so give us an idea of how you operate now and like anybody that's listening in on this and they go, yes, I want that. Like, what do you do? How do you work with people? What yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, my, my, well, I have three rep main revenue streams. My, my main one is I own a bunch of real estate. Other, like I said, other people collect rent. I, I deal literally almost zero with any of those uh, properties. The money just comes into my bank account at the end of the month without me doing anything. So that's one revenue stream. Uh, the second thing I do, and this, uh, you know, back when I first started, all my friends thought I was crazy. I was never going to make it. Once I did make it and start to show some signs of success, all my friends started to say, oh, well, we want to be real estate investors too. And they thought that, you know, we'll just take Mike to Starbucks, buy him a coffee, and in half an hour, he's going to teach us everything he knows. And of course, uh, you can't really do that. So uh, I know it, it doesn't not, work with beer, but I thought it well, might that, work well, with now coffee. Now we're talking. I won't, I won't leave after <laughs> half an hour if there's beer. But anyway, um, the, the, um, uh, so, so anyway, so what I started to do is instead of buying, you know, two or three properties for myself, I buy five. And then I fix them up and then I sell them to my friends so my friends could get in the real estate game. And the next thing you know, my friend's friends started to call me and now I was buying 10 properties. And, uh, you know, then I met uh, Brendan Burchard, who, who, I, who you know, uh, and I'm actually a volunteer for him and uh, gotten to know him over the years. And I, I remember, you know, sitting in on some of his stuff and he's saying, well, you got to go online, you got to make video. And so I started, you know, I started to get asked a lot of the same questions. So I decided to make some videos and put them on YouTube, just answering all my most frequently asked questions. And then I started to get people from all over the world wanting to buy properties, you know, wanting me to buy properties for them. So now uh, my second revenue stream is I have a turnkey operation. Uh, we sell properties mostly these days in Atlanta, Georgia, and we've already bought the property, fixed it up. There's tenants in place. My team is managing it for you, looking after it. And so the money can come in to your bank account at the end of the month on autopilot without you doing anything for it. So that's my second revenue stream and one way that I work with other investors. And then my third revenue stream is I do a lot of uh, trainings. I teach people different strategies. Uh, I teach people, uh, one of the things I specialize in is tax deeds, which uh, for most people don't know what that is. When people haven't paid their property taxes in, in a number of years, the county eventually has to get that money uh, to keep their schools open and keep their fire and police department going and all that good stuff. And so eventually they're going to put these homes up for auction. And, you know, I've, I've had uh, students get single family homes literally for like 7,000 bucks. So not a down payment. That's the entire price of the home. No mortgage, wow. no nothing. And so I, I teach uh, diff various different strategies on how to make money in, in real estate and stuff. You know, a lot of the people teaching real estate these days, unfortunately, they're really good marketers, but they are, are I'm not going to say, uh, I don't like to criticize other people in the industry, but they'll put you in a classroom and it's 97 bucks. And then they, you know, give you just enough to make you dangerous. And then they sell you the $30,000 coaching package. 
I say you should be, you know, if you're spending 30, 50, 100K on mentorship, uh, you better get a really good return on investment or you're better off just buying the property. So, uh, so I, do, I do different trainings these days, of course, being hunkered down, uh, they're starting to happen a little bit more online. Uh, normally I like to do them live. Uh, but yeah, that's basically how I work with uh, different people. And uh, uh, I, I love, I actually love teaching. I actually, when, when I, my first grandson was born four years ago, I actually stopped. I thought I'm doing only things that are passive. And so my teaching until, until I start to create all my online courses, I, I just love the energy of doing it live. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to stop doing them because I want to have more time for my grandkids. And then one, one of my students, the student who got that property was actually $7,200. Uh, he didn't know I had stopped teaching. And so he shot a video when he got that property saying, I want to give a really big shout out to my mentor, Mike Wolf, for teaching me how to do this. And he has a really big following, it turns out. And I started to get all these people from, you know, his Facebook friends and, and his YouTube followers calling me saying, when's your next training? When's your next training? And I didn't have a next training. So uh, a few years ago, I started doing the live trainings again, but only like once or twice a year. I'm usually, like I said, traveling, hanging out with my grandkids, or I do a lot of volunteering and, and char charitable work. And, uh, but then when I, when I taught for the first time after taking a two-year break, I realized, man, I miss this. This is like so much fun. I love the energy. So I'm back teaching again. So that, those are my three revenue streams in a nutshell. Well, that is awesome. I'm excited to have you there. I love watching you on the stage. You're awesome. Well, thank and you. Uh, absolutely. So if somebody was um, kind of sitting at their home right now, obviously, um, listening to this, how do, how would they know that you were right for them? What kind well, of frustrations I, I got, would they be going through right now going, Oh my God, I need you so badly. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, you know, I think right now, you know, if there, if there's a silver lining to this whole COVID thing is that we have a lot of spare time right now and, uh, maybe a little bit too much spare time. So, you know, some people are using that to, uh, watch a lot of Netflix and I'm watching definitely way more Netflix than I normally would. Uh, but you know, there's also people right now that are realizing, Hey, I don't know if my job is still going to be there when this all, you know, when the dust settles, you know, instead of waiting to see what's going to happen to you, instead of now's the time to take this downtime to start educating yourself and start, uh, you know, learning, whether it be reading, taking online courses, whatever it is. And so I, I would figure out, um, I would recommend, I've got a whole, you know, YouTube channel with like 200 videos on it. I just actually created uh, one very specific that would fit in really, I can give it as a freebie to your uh, people watching. Uh, nice. but it's basically the five strategies you could be doing right now. And also, you know, post COVID once this disappears and it's time to go back to work, if you don't have work, these are things you could be doing to be, you know, generating revenue. And, and then this is get rich quick, by the way, you're going to have to actually do the work. Uh, but if you actually do this stuff, you can get in, in the game and, you know, uh, this is a perfect time to reinvent yourself, come out of this uh, better than when, when we went into it because you do have the downtime. Now's the time to learn. And if I'm a good fit for you, I'd be, I'd be honored to teach. But if, if I'm not, you know, whatever it is, find that person who can, uh, you know, uh, take you down, down the, uh, the path that's already been down there before and already made the mistakes. So you don't have to. And, you know, now's the time to just get a really, you know, as soon as they open that, the floodgates, man, I'm like, I'm hitting the ground running. There's gonna be so many, there's so much opportunity coming from this. And I don't, I don't like to sound, make it sound like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, we have this big opportunity because a whole bunch of people are suffering. Now's your chance to go help these people that are suffering. The best thing uh, about being a real estate investor to me, I don't even like the term real estate investor. I like the term problem solver. And so the more problems you know how to solve 
And the more value you can bring to the marketplace, uh, the more money you can make. So there's gonna be a whole bunch of people with a, a ton of problems, a lot, of, a lot of financial problems, obviously. And even if you don't have any money, when I started real estate, by the way, when I bought my first properties, I had to be very creative because I didn't have a down payment for either of those first two properties that I bought. And so I had to be very, very creative. So I teach a lot of strategies, assuming that people have very little or no money to get started. If you have money, great. That gives you an advantage for sure. But even if you have no money, uh, there's stuff you can be doing. So I'm going to give people that, that uh, uh, video on the five top strategies for free uh, if, you, if you want to share it with them. So Nice. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. And what a great idea. Instead of binge watching the Lion King, you can be binge watching Mike well, Wolf. Tiger and- King. Well, Lion King. Lion King. Lion well, King. They're, both, they're both good. But everybody's binge watching the Tiger King. I've been <laughs> I am so not on the same planet as everybody else. <laughs> That's all right. Here I'm watching the Lion yeah. King going, I don't get it. What is it? all this <laughs> social media hype? <laughs> I just can't wait to be king, you know? <laughs> Simba. Oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I hang around you. You know, <laughs> I get you. <laughs> that's hilarious. I obviously am not watching a whole lot of YouTube yeah. or social media, but that's awesome. Yes, I would absolutely love to uh, sit and watch and learn everything you have. This is a fantastic opportunity. Oh, perfect. There, and I just put it so in I the will share chat that. box. You can share it with everybody. Yep. It's Michael of Mastery. Free, so. I assume that's .com. Or is it? Uh, no, that's not CO. I don't know. My team okay. does weird thing. I don't. I don't understand any of the stuff that goes on. I just make the video, and other people know that. It's Feel very fast. I just have to make the video. <laughs> awesome. I will definitely share that with everybody, and we'll say it audio, just so that you get it. Because if you are listening to this on the podcast, I totally get that you do not have um, visuals in front of you. So it's MikeWolfMastery.co/slash/top-dash/five-dash/ways. Yeah, it's a lot better if they can just flick it. Money. Uh, Dashes between all of that. So top five ways to make money. People are smart know how to short that. One, six, one, four, nine, five. I will have it everywhere. And if you don't get that, just go to awarenessstrategies.com slash blogs. And you will find that information under Mike Wolf's uh, interview and podcast. And I'm super excited too. Anybody listening to this, we're going to also, you want to look for uh, uh, Mark McGraw. Well, I'm totally out of it right now. Mark McGraw's interview, because he's down in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'll be asking him about all that kind of stuff. I have to set you two up together. I think you guys get along Ooh, great because be he, he is totally investing in, in the Atlanta area as well. Perfect. Very cool. Um, so how are you doing for time? I'm loving this. Do you um, I <laughs> got to run away right away? No, there's no flight to catch. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That is usually our problem. It's like, I got to go. I got to get on a flight right now. And, you know, sorry, I'll talk to you on Facebook because that's all I get on an airplane, but well, that's all I get on an airplane. Mike gets whatever he wants, but awesome. So are there any uh, special projects that you're working on right now? Obviously, again. Yeah, so, well, you know, I, I keep I keep threatening to make some online courses and they never happen because I'm always just, you know, busy doing my stuff. And uh, now with this hunkering downtime, um, I'm actually, uh, well, I'm going to be creating a, cu- a couple of online courses and I'm also going to be doing a, if, if you get this in time on uh, this Saturday, what's the date? Uh, Saturday? It is, I don't know. I'll look at that. Um, and on um, the May 23rd, 2020. Yeah, so May 23rd from uh, uh, 10 to 1, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time, I'll be doing a, a free uh, session, just answering, teaching some uh, real estate strategy, answering people's Q&A, 
Uh, so that's coming up absolutely free. And then June 5th to 7th, I'll be doing a three-day online uh, training where we're going to get, you know, dive deep into some of the strat those five strategies that, that were are in uh, that short video. I'm going to be diving in how you, how you do things like wholesaling, uh, which is a great strategy for people that don't have a lot of money because what you're basically doing is putting a home under contract. Uh, if you find if you're going to find a good deal, which I'm going to teach you how to do, you're going to put it under contract. And if you don't have the money to close on it, uh, you're going to find another investor to sell that to. So let's say you found a home worth 120,000 or worth 200,000. You got it. These are prices that we'll ever see in Calgary, but the home is worth 200,000. Uh, you, you can find it for 120,000. Uh, you're going to basically call up another investor, which I'm going to teach you how to find them. And you're going to say, Hey, I've got this uh, property. There's an $80,000 profit margin. If you want to, uh, uh, if you want to give me $10,000, I'll sign the deal to you. You just got $10,000. You get paid whether they're successful with that flip or not. Uh, and then you go on to the next one. And so it requires literally no money whatsoever. So I'll be teaching that. I'll be teaching flips. I'm going to be teaching. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine uh, teaching how he started an Amazon business three years ago. He just sold a few things around his house. And then he realized how easy it was to get this stuff sold. And now he's selling, I think last year he did one and a half million dollars in sales on uh, Amazon and made a, he's making a lot of money. He's going to teach exactly how he does it, what he buys, uh, how, how he knows if it's going to sell. Uh, just a really phenomenal uh, story. Uh, so he's going to be coming there. Uh, and of course, right now, everybody's hunkered down. Amazon is just like soaring. People are getting really used to this online shopping and, you know, we see all these retail stores going under. And so that's the wave of the future. So it's a really great strategy to get on board with that. Uh, bring in another buddy. He's going to be teaching how he does an Airbnb business, which is very flat right now. But as soon as uh, travel opens up again, uh, you know, there's going to be so many landlords that right now that don't know what they're doing that aren't getting any rent from their tenants. And they're going to be really frustrated and want to get rid of their properties. Uh, he's going to show you how you can uh, create a win-win by, you know, renting their, doing a monthly rental with them and then subleasing it uh, as short-term rentals. And uh, every time he does one of those, he makes at least 25000 a year. And he'll tell you exactly how he does that. So we're going to be, you know, this is basically a course for people who want to reinvent themselves. They want to come out of this, uh, you know, once the dust settles, they want to come out of this and, and, you know, maybe be their own, their own boss instead of going back to the job that they don't know if it's even going to be there. And so, uh, so that's what it's all about. It's the, it's the best strategies uh, from people who are actually doing these things, not professional marketers. These are people, that, this is how they make their living every day. And so uh, June 5th to 7th, it's 997 US dollars. Uh, if anybody's interested, they can just email me, mike at mikewolfmastery.com and I can send you all the details. Nice. That sounds awesome. And just because, you know, obviously podcasts live in <laughs> for eternity. Um, I mean, I've been hearing about no money down investment properties for, you know, since the 80s, obviously that was I wouldn't have heard of it before then. <laughs> I wasn't around then. I mean, I'm sure they had it back then. But I want you guys listening to this to know that there are certain fundamentals of real estate buying that will always make you money. It doesn't matter what happens to the economy. If you're listening to this in 2020 or, or 2025 or you know, 3,000, there are going to be, and as long as our economic situation is the way it is, well, I'm... You know, I'm still thinking that even in Roman times when they didn't have a central banking system, they still had real estate. They still have. Yeah, people are always going to need a place to live. So that's the beauty of it as a uh, 
real estate investor, if you know what you're doing, you can make money in an up market, a down market, if the market's staying the same. And, and you know, like Michelle said, you don't necessarily have to have a lot of cash to get started. I, I had negative 25,000 when I bought my first property. I had those student loans that back in 1989, 25,000 was a lot of money. So, um, you know, I, I would not have uh, probably, I, I, I probably be still paying on those student loans had I not gotten into real estate. So, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I, I literally got in with none of my own money. I bought my first two properties, not a dime of my own in, into the deal. So, uh, so when I teach people, I totally understand that not all of you are, you know, millionaires. And I know a lot of people think, oh, I can't do real estate because I don't have, you know, I don't have any money. Well, my, my client who bought that property for $7,200, that wasn't even his own $7,200. So I teach you how to, you know, how you can raise money, how you can do deals. Uh, if, if your bank account is zero, or if you're overdrawn, I can show you how to do real estate deals. So nice. uh, it's any, anybody can do it. Nice. Well, and on that note, and I hear what you're saying, and I know it's falling on deaf ears because I know there's somebody out there that goes, Oh my God, I can't, it terrifies me to think of going out and talking to people and having to phone somebody and saying, Hey, do you want to buy this house thing? What do you have to say to people that tend to become immobilized by their fear before yeah. they realize, like, once you actually know and get mentored by somebody like Mike, it's like, Oh my God, if I had known it was going to be this easy. Well, a couple of things. First of all, when I first started, I, uh, I was extremely shy. And so I actually would not make those phone calls. I actually uh, spent, I was still working while I was at the phone company. Uh, I basically, uh, you know, I was taking some of my paychecks to, to run ads to get people to call me. And I, I wasn't afraid if they called me first, but I didn't want to get on the call. I was shy to call them first. And I was always afraid of rejection and getting hum, hung up on and, and all that stuff. And I've never done it. I've never door knocked in my entire life. So, uh, so even people are introverted can do this. Uh, number one, number, number two, you know, had I known 30 years ago, what I know now, I mean, one of the things I also teach people is, you know, I am a passive income expert and to me, passive income isn't being on the phone all day. Passive income should equal freedom to do the stuff that you love to do. And so I've got other people. I, I'm not the best salesperson in the world. I'm not the best negotiator in the world, but I've got people on my team. I've got one uh, person on my team in Atlanta, his only job is to go schmooze bankers all day long so we can buy their inventory. And he's very, very good at it. He's way better than I would be at it. And he loves doing it. I don't have the time to do it because it would interfere with my social life. So, <laughs> um, but I, I've delegated just about everything in my business. So not only do I teach people how to do the strategy, not only do I teach them the tactics and the strategies, I also show you how to get other people to do it. And once again, I can teach you how to get other people to do it, even if you don't have money to pay them, because you can pay them on commission. You can pay them, uh, there's a number of different ways. My, my first, I remember uh, one of my, uh, my first assistant that I had, I met her actually at a, at a meetup group and uh, it was, it had nothing to do with real estate. It was like pub night or something. And she goes, you know, she asked what I did and I said, Oh, I'm a real estate investor. And, and, you know, I, I used to speak all across Canada and she's really, I, I love real estate investing. And she goes, you know, how, how, how and she was a marketer. So she goes, how, how big is your list? And I go, list of what? I didn't even know what that meant back then. And so uh, I go, I don't, I don't have a list. I got a stack of business cards, but I don't call any of these people. I wait for them to call me and I seem to be doing okay. And she goes, well, what if I could take that stack of business cards, turn that into an email list for you and you can now market to them. Would you be willing to share some of the profits? And I thought, well, yeah, that's like free money. Who's going to say no to that? So, so I created, you know, we created a win-win where she got to make some money. She didn't get paid a salary or, or a wage. 
uh, but she made money off the increased revenue that it brought to my business. And I wouldn't be here right now because I wouldn't have known how to do any of this stuff. I was just sitting waiting for people to call me. So you could be super lazy. You could be super not good on the phone. You could be, uh, you could delegate. I recommend you delegate almost everything because there's people out there that are way better than you at these things. Even, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, we have really trouble, big trouble giving up control. We're control freaks, all of us, including me. But once you get used to giving it up and, you know, finding that there's people that are better than you and now you've got your time back, that's the best feeling ever. So making this money on autopilot while you're not really putting in that much effort, that's the best way to do it. So if you're, if you're lazy or you're scared, you're my perfect client. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I am super stoked. So we're going to give you that email address again. Well, just go to MikeWolfMastery.com. You'll find everything you need there. Make sure you get a hold of them. You can even say Michelle sent me if you really feel like it. But if Please not, do, you're still in good hands. Tell me how you found me. So I always you're like to know where, where people came from. Awesome. It has been an absolute pleasure, Mike. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry that you had to get into lockdown in order for me to get half an hour of your time. <laughs> well, thank you so <laughs> well, you're not on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Thanks so much for the opportunity. And it's, it's great to see you. Yeah, you too. Have a great one. One of these days we'll do it in person. There you go. I like it. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.